0: Um, This is another episode on the Boutique Podcast, and today we've got the yacht guy, Alex. Um, We're super excited to chat with you today, Um, and yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. We obviously see you on social media. Um, Your name is often coming up for me, especially in the yachting industry, and I'm so curious to hear everything that you do.
1: Well, thank you, Catherine, and I appreciate you having me on your show. Um, Well, um, as you know, I'm, I'm the yacht guy people know me as the the influencer on social media mostly on IG um started back in 2010 and um have been doing it since so uh yeah social media and now uh sales brokers so it's a influencer turned broker
0: wow that's quite a transition i mean how did you get into the social media space um did have you always been in it or did you were you working on boats or how was your um step into that journey
1: so it's it's actually a funny story. Um, it uh, it's a long story, but I'll I'll give you the synopsis of it. And uh, and which is um, started the social media just as a place to put photos. Instagram was going to be used as a like a whiteboard for me to for motivation. Put some stuff on there, see it every day, you know, and then motivate myself. But then I found that there were people who were also interested in yachting yeah. that started to converse with me. And, um, and and it grew. You know, I started meeting a lot of designers, a lot of people also who were enthusiasts, um, builders, owners, and it just really-
0: That's so got cool.
1: Legs of its own. So it wasn't the yacht guy originally. It was uh, Ali Al, A-L-L-E-Y-A-L. Um, and that was the original name. It was just a name that- Yeah. Both friends would call me Ali Al growing up in New York. and uh, And then once it got legs- I said, Well, I've got to change this name to something more interesting. So I had come up with a ton of names, and the Yakai was the one that stuck out in my head. And I said, Oh, I'll keep that for now until I think up something really cool. Uh, yeah. But it stuck.
0: It's definitely so. I mean, it like really stands out. And I've noticed a lot of people have kind of taken the concept and adapted it slightly, especially um, I find there's quite a few people looking to become influencers in the yachting space or starting to become and yours is just so prominent like you've got the name you've got the yacht um so yeah you really got got that trend in time I guess (laughs) I
1: I guess I guess like I said it was was total accident but I'm fortunate I've I've been in love with yachts for years um and, and the goal has always been to get a yacht and travel the world you know, and, and see the entire planet on a yacht. And, and and I've been able I've been fortunate. I've been able to do that. I've been able to stay on some really amazing boats and, and see the world through the eyes of a yacht owner or, or, or a guest, I guess you can say, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was it's definitely different from traveling on a plane and staying at a hotel.
0: For sure. And and I can imagine as a broker now, it really helps having that um, real life experience. Like you've gone from being the arts to actually being on there and having that whole guest experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, it really does help out. Um, and, and it's, it's the big thing is uh, I was told by a lot of friends of mine who were, who are owners and also brokers, you know, they were, they were like, you know, you should, you should really be a broker because I've gained their their trust you know on both ends and um and i think it was just uh, eventual uh that i was going to become a broker it was just going to happen sooner or later or inevitable is the word i'm looking for i'm sorry
0: no that's amazing and and do you work independently as a broker or do you work for a company uh um... i work
1: with a company called cloud yachts and um which was started as an nft company right uh, ironically wow yeah so we started doing nfts with the yacht space and then we teamed up with a lot of the world's most famous designers to create these nfts to make them more authentic and then when the crypto market just really started to take a tank uh, (laughs) cloud Yachts, cloud yachts took a pivot and we thought well let's sell some yachts to help offset some of the cost you know and now they're a full-blown brokerage slash nft company you know so and that's when i got my license i was like well now what better time to get my license than now so
0: Oh, that's amazing. And and have you always stuck to the the state side or do you also do sales and stuff on in Europe, like your clients?
1: Oh, everywhere, everywhere. I've got a I've got a currently I've got a yacht in uh Portugal. Um we just had one in Dubai. Uh wow. an- yeah, another one in let's see, in Italy that we were talking to a client about. So it's it's international i mean you can sell yachts just here it's easier because you can be here but um it's it's not um it's not unusual for for brokers to be working internationally you know with other brokers to try to get things done or get things sold
0: of course yeah so i i actually used to work for waiko but i was in yacht management Um, And it's always, I've really always looked up to the brokers um, in the industry. It was somewhere that I actually wanted to be um, before COVID happened and before I started my own company. Um, So yeah, for me, I mean, one burning question I've had for years, obviously dealing with the ultra high net worth individuals is I've worked on yachts. I've always um, known them to be the owner of the yacht um, and someone that I've been serving my entire career in yachting. But what would you say for people that may have had similar um, ambitions to me or that are kind of looking to go into brokerage? Like what would you say is Mm -hmm. the best way of dealing with this kind of clientele or even finding a relationship with this kind of clientele? If you could even um, answer that, I guess every scenario is different.
1: Yeah, you're right. Every every scenario is gonna be different. Um, For me, it was uh, meeting the clients pre-sale, right? Just becoming friends with a ton of people and then the intention was never to become a broker. I, I, I didn't want to be a broker. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed the 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 influencer side, and and I thought to myself, if I become a broker, um, I won't become an owner because now my passion has become my job, and I didn't want that. I was trying to avoid that. Okay. Um, but I still, I still love it. I still love it. I love what I do. Um, I love being an influencer slash broker, and it's okay. And a lot of my clients are are actually happy for me, who are, are also friends, right? So yeah. for me, it was gaining friendships and, and 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 then maybe move once I've moved into the sales side, the support of my friends who are owners were like, hey, we want you to sell my boat. I want to work with you, you know, because because yeah. you're my friend and I want to see you succeed. Uh, yeah. And that's where it's been for me. For somebody else, it might be different, right? Where um, some clients might say, well, you know, you were my server. um and 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 they they might say some might say absolutely i want to see you win some might say i don't think i want you to be my i don't want the person who's serving me coffee selling me a multi-billion dollar yeah Mm -hmm. you just you just know like you said every scenario is going to be different and 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 it is it is you know
0: yeah like you say i guess it's that long-term relationship and Um, something that i've always heard of is like maintaining that as opposed to looking for a quick sale and yeah absolutely really holding them like their hand from when they're starting those questions to all the way through to chartering boats and then maybe then they start trusting your taste and your best interest in them and then i guess converting that to sales in the long term
1: absolutely i I think the like the relationship is the most important yeah um you're not always you can't always look for the sale. You can't, and, and this goes, I think, in 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 any in any uh, sales realm. You the sale is great, but the relationship is more important. So when you have a client or a friend who says, "I need some advice on this," don't always look for the sale. Look to help. Let me help you out because when they realize, and this isn't always the case, but most of the time when a person realizes, man. I'm I'm selling my product or buying my product through this person, but he's not doing anything. The one I'm always calling is this person. Maybe <laughs> I should be selling or buying my product from the person I'm always calling, and then they will eventually see that and make that transition.
0: Yeah, no, for the sure. hope is that, no. I know? think that's, that's super valuable advice. Um, It's it's something that is is like said, but I don't think people hear it enough. Um, and it's definitely something we try to focus on in our company too, is just that long-term relationship. At the end of the day, that's more valuable than just making a sale. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad that, you, that you've that you said that. And just going back to um, being an influencer, your Instagram, I know I've got actually quite a few friends in the industry that are growing their Instagrams. Some of them have exploded. Um, and what would you say, like, how long did it take you to grow your Instagram page? And what was the key, like you said, you were posting photos of yachts a lot. Um, what was kind of the key things that got you started and, and expanded your following?
1: So in the beginning, it was just photos. Um, and then that, and then that started growing, but eventually from friends who were actual influencers, um, having to put the face behind the brand and you have a lot of pages out there
0: yeah
1: that don't have any face behind the brand and you're always going to be just a page you'll never if your face is not behind the brand you're not an influencer that's my opinion right so you could have a page with a million cookies right and none of the cookies are yours you've never baked a cookie you don't you know you don't sell cookies but you have a page with all these cookies that doesn't make you an influencer that just makes you a large page
0: yeah right
1: Versus, you get a lot of people who are, uh, and, and this is a lot of the yachters. A lot of the yachters are doing great at this, right? Yeah, they're out there and they're using the time that they have on these boats to build their pages, and that's amazing. That's a, that's great, and I, and I suggest they keep doing that and showing their faces. Hey, this is uh, Tabitha, right? Or or Sam, and um, I'm here in the Maldives. I'm here in the. I'm fishing. I'm snorkeling, right? so yeah. people start to relate this lifestyle with this person versus uh a page that just shows the lifestyle but never really there's no one there it's so yeah they'll sure. never be able to really monetize that aside from i have 200 million followers right yeah but who are they yeah
0: you know that brand identity is super super important it's, um, it's very important yeah and it's it's something that i mean i guess like any business has to have a strong brand identity to eventually Build their traction as well um, in the market. Like you, like when you don't have a strong identity, it's very hard to to get traction on your concept.
1: Yes, exactly right. You're exactly right. So a brand identity is is I think the the biggest one for anybody who's interested in do it. And then consistency. Consistency is key. You know, um, uh, lately I've been slacking because of the I've, I've been so busy, but yeah. being consistent is key. And just keep plugging, plugging, plugging. My page has actually gone backwards from 900 and something thousand to like 869,000, right? Wow. Um, (laughs) It's been going. But you ask yourself, what is more important? What is your goal? Is your goal to be the person with a lot more followers, right? Or the the goal is to be followers, uh, more quality followers, right? So I could easily start posting boats on fire or, or, or stuff that really triggers the algorithm, but it's not what I normally post just so that I can get followers. Right. But those followers are not going to translate into any kind of sale, no matter what you do, because the majority of them are, are, are either fake or they're 12 year olds or they're people who are just browsing. So who browse just for the sake of seeing some type of getting that dopamine hit, you know? yeah where though my followers may be going getting lower, the quality of the followers is growing because those are the people who are going to charter those are the people who are gonna buy and are following more because of a passion for what we share
0: yeah no that that that's really awesome um and yeah, I mean, I guess that a lot of people chase the the following count. I know people buy followers and stuff now, but it really means nothing if you're not actually anything from it.
1: If, exactly right exactly right so like i said um followers are great if if the, the quality of the followers are there you know but yeah it is what it is i'm, I'm not too worried about numbers um like a bigger fish to fry
0: 100 <laughs> percent. and you've been doing um an amazing job by the sounds of things um and just like i mean now with brokerage do you have someone helping you um with your instagram or do you no. manage everything yourself
1: yeah, I manage it all myself. I manage it all myself. Website's about to launch. I've had a really great team for the website, um, so website's about to be done, and uh, and just so so many great things coming up in twenty twenty three. So we're excited. And um, are you
0: allowed to speak about any of your plans in the in twenty twenty three? Or is that still to come? <laughs>
1: yeah, no. I mean, we're we're doing the, the brokerage thing is looking really great. Um, I've, I've yeah. been fortunate, you know. I've been had a lot of support from a lot of real major brokers and, and i'm so blessed you know to have their support and, and congratulations and hey if there's anything you need call us you know and th- that's been huge wow. and then um we've got the nft thing cloud yachts has the nft thing where they've i think they've really found something that's gonna gonna change the industry this is gonna be a real switch for the industry but i don't want to i don't wanna take away their uh, steal their fire so I'll, I'll let them elaborate on that when 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 the time comes um the miami boat the miami boat show is coming up that's going to be great for everyone followed by the palm beach boat show and,
0: yeah um, so
1: and lots I, of fun stuff
0: do you still find yourself going to a lot of these yacht shows i mean i know uh, someone was speaking about it the other day i can't remember exactly which person so I I don't want to put a name to the comment but that the yacht shows aren't necessarily fulfilling as much business as they used to like it's more of a show face um do you still feel that's the case or do you attend uh, quite a lot like does it help you in any way
1: I hit every boat show I can and the Fort Lauderdale boat show was the first boat show that I attended as a broker and in that one boat show I picked up four clients.
0: Oh my word, that's amazing.
1: So, <laughs> so if, if anybody's saying there's no money there and I, I don't know what I don't know what they mean. Maybe in selling sneakers or socks or something, there's no money. But there's yeah. money there in selling boats because the boats are being sold. Um yeah. now I'm not saying I, I oh I found uh four clients who are looking for a Five hundred foot boats? No, they're they're smaller boats, but nonetheless, they are there. The clients are there. The
0: clients, and I they, guess, like I mean, those are, are predominantly charter sale, and then everything else is just a little bit extra.
1: And these not. are no, these are sale sales. I don't, uh, I, I'm not so much focused on charters. I do actual sales, okay. and, and that's where that's where the for me, the 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 um, I've had luck. So in just one show, and then I've 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 walked the show with seven or eight clients, all who I've met at the show. Wow. right so uh, it's there i just think it's it's just the 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 person who um who's attending what their goal is everybody has a different goal one guy's goal is to like i said sell socks and yeah. he can't my socks aren't selling at this yacht show well you're you're at the wrong show right or maybe you, the person's a salesperson but they're not a person a people person right and that that makes hard that makes it hard for sales. If you're not a people person, right? You, then that means you rely on on sales falling on your lap, which is going to be hard for you. You've got to be a people person, and you've got to be able to go out there and talk to the regular Joe Schmo, right? Whether yeah. and, and 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 see what they're interested in, and, and you'll be able to pick that up if you have that that knack of talking to people.
0: Yeah, you really got to put yourself out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And do you find like a lot of the, um, the buyers and stuff attend the shows or is it other brokers? Um...
1: Well, everybody, I mean, you definitely got a lot of brokers, every broker and their mothers there, you know, <laughs> uh, standing by the standing by their boats, trying to pull in sales, right? Hey, come check this out. And then you have um, the, the builders. And, and so, I mean, it, it's a, it's a combination of everything. Every, everybody is there. And, and the goal is to sell boats, right? So yeah, when I'm walking the show, I'm I'm happy to meet with anybody. I don't care what level of vote you're interested in buying in. Um, you, I'm I treat everyone. I try to treat everyone the same. You know.
0: No, that's that's super refreshing to hear. And yeah, thanks for for sharing that. Um, Yeah, sure um and then also so going back to my questions um what was your best experience on a boat whether it's um a boat that you got to walk around or you went to go visit um are you allowed to obviously you might not be able to share the name but what was your favorite experience that's come from being an influencer slash broker um on board
1: oh man you know like i said i've been i've been so lucky um one of, uh, uh, and, and there's there's so many like mind blowing experiences that I, I could not believe. And one of them was sailing in a regatta with Pierluigi, Luigi, the owner of uh, Lotta Piana on awesome. his yacht in a regatta. Right. I'm That's sitting crazy. there and I'm like, I can't believe I'm sitting here in a regatta with this guy on his boat. Right. Oh. Sailing in Italy. That mind blowing. It's, like uh, a another, <laughs> it's crazy it's, it's stuff that i dreamed of right stuff that i used to dream of yeah. and then a, another time landing in monaco being called by a friend and the friend asked me where are you staying this is an owner and I, i'm staying at a, at a friend's apartment and he goes oh you don't want to stay there my boat is in town it's a it was a 280 plus foot boat he was like i won't be there for four days but you're welcome to stay on board i called the crew right. they're going to be expecting you." And when I, when I get on crew, on board, when I, when we arrive, um the, the crew was so sweet, Alex, they're, they're yelling off the side, welcome on board. That is like <laughs> It was so sweet, you know, and so I, I've been so fortunate. There's so many, I, I could go on and on about some of the amazing stories. And, and I, like I said, I've been blessed and, and, and met a lot of kind people in the industry, so.
0: Well, wow, no, that that's honestly so inspiring. And I mean, I can only hope that something like that happens down the line for me too. Um, moving from the crew side of things to actually um, having friends and relationships and stuff on a high yeah. level.
1: Absolutely. And it will, it will. You know, you you continue to treat people with respect. You're kind to people. And you're always going to get those people who are not so nice. And And let me tell you, it's not always easy to not be nice back. Right, but you you just have to smile, and grin and bear it, and walk away. You know, and and that's what and that's what you do. But uh, but for the most part, if you're a good person, you're gonna attract a lot of good people, and 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 those people are gonna see that, and they're just gonna want to be around that energy, right? Because you're you're wow, this person has such great energy. I want to be around that. and yeah. I, I love that around me, and, and and people will just love to be around you so
0: that's so that's that's so yeah that's amazing (laughs) that's really um and then I mean I guess down to my last question that that leads straight into it someone with that same ambition what is your biggest piece of advice for someone that is looking to go into brokerage um yeah what what is like the biggest piece of advice you could give someone starting out like you very passionate about yachting and then looking far ahead at the career that they could possibly have
1: well, you have to see your goal, right? Where what what is the intention? Do you want to be a broker for the rest of your life? Is that a step towards something else? Is that um, do you actually love doing what you do? Yeah, if if having a passion for yachting is so important, right? And listen, I really love boats, I, and that's going to be the key because um, you. I'm still learning about boats every day, right? For me, the goal was buy a boat. Sit on a boat and let everybody else do the work, right? So that didn't that didn't allow me the, the the knowledge that captains have, crew have, right? So there's a lot of that stuff that I'm still learning, right? How to tie down a boat, different types of knots, right? Things that I never thought I would need because my goal was never to be a broker; it was to be an owner. And um, and but I'm still finding it fun, right? I love learning these these nuances of yachting, right? What what does this do? What does that do? And and I'm learning every day because like again I've had a great support team, people who, who are really well known in the industry and knowledgeable. So for anybody who's just getting into this, ask yourself, is this what I want to do? Don't think about the money. Well, yeah. Selling boats is not easy. Finding clients, oh, I'm gonna sell boats. It's it's not. And I was told that in the beginning, it is not easy. You have to constantly be, you know, vigilant, following up clients are not always easy. I want this boat. I nah, changed my mind. I want this boat. I nah, changed my mind. I want this boat. And you have to be patient, right? You're providing a service. And, and when providing a service, you need to be patient. So um, that's that. The, the, I was told you shouldn't expect to sell a boat for the first year in, in, in brokerage. It takes time. It does yeah. take time.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. I I really appreciate um, everything that you've shared with me. And honestly, I'm sure you're going to offer, well, this advice is really going to help people out there. And I really appreciate your time. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I look forward to hopefully joining you again on another podcast.
0: That sounds amazing. Thanks, Alex.